We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to True Faith Weekly Podcast. Uh, coming to you just after the convincing 4-0 victory at home at Birmingham City with me, Sai, and Dogger. We've also got James McKenzie making a podcast debut in the back. Cosmo. Cosmo, otherwise known as. Have you been on before? Oh, yeah, radio show. Oh, you were on the radio before, yeah. I know how to quiz. And uh, Dan's in the back as well, but he doesn't, he's in the mood, he doesn't want to speak. Um, so, we've just smashed, absolutely smashed, Birmingham, who were one of the form teams in the league, 4-0. Um, Dogger, how do you think that was? Was that as good as it gets? Yes, uh, first half Birmingham, I think we had 13 shots and Birmingham had none. Total domination against one of the supposed best sides in the league. You look, I think that's them in Leeds now who have supposedly like turned up against Newcastle. I know Birmingham had a, a bad defeat last week but they've only lost four games this season. They've turned up and they're like, oh lads, it's going to be a difficult game, it's going to be a test. It was no test. Yeah. It was a test of how, uh, like, how, how long people would stay in the ground. Um, and obviously the timing of the goals helped but very very convincing and you know what everyone was kind of down after the week we had and although people recognised the quality of the performances and um, it was nice for once to be rewarded for for the for the type of performance we put in yeah. having said that we should have won by 8 or 9 I know um, I think I think you mentioned at half time that we were, we were very wasteful yeah. <laughs> a 2-0 at half time when really the game should have been in bed and a lot of people would have maybe preferred that so they could have got home a bit earlier <laughs> Because the second half, which, which we enjoyed, and most people I'm sure did, it just it just felt like a, a formality. 90 minutes of football isn't necessary because the game was over after 45, but nonetheless we got to see two more goals. Very enjoyable. Um, I think obviously the, the the standout difference between this one and, and the last home game, which was Blackburn, was the, the two forward players and how how much better how much better they were. I mean, we, we, we all know the difference between Dwight Gale and Mitro. Mitro is not. A terrible player. He's capable of some terrible performances at times, but Dwight Gale is just a much, much better I footballer. I disagree. I think Rich is rubbish, but <laughs> the, the, no need for negativity, is there? Exactly. Negative exactly. For reason, so and I he apologize. did get that. Like, the second goal fell very After well for him. He got a few, um, a bit of luck. Who, Gale? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right he place. He's a right place, right time kind of player. Forward, eh? Uh, no, he's still. Uh, and he falls short about a top striker. Hell calls my phone. First time on the podcast, <laughs> lashing after Dwight Gale. Luke's a fucking hero. Yeah, he gets the goals, but I say got a bit lucky. He gets the goals. He's got like fifteen or more. Sixteen. Careful, maybe. Cat on the road. Yeah. Um, Aye, and then obviously the other performance, standout performance today was Deame instead of Perez, and he was he was absolutely incredible, wasn't he? 
Um, best, best performance in the first half I've seen from a player this season that from Diarmé. Unsolved, they, they didn't know what to do. They didn't. They didn't know how to stop him. They, they, yeah. they tried. They tried doubling up on him, and he still got past them. And that ball for the was it the first goal? Yes, it was, it was the first. Yeah, yeah. The, the cross. Yeah, yeah. That's, pre- that's Premier League quality. There, he's a Premier League player. Forty-yard cross from the touchline, bang onto a onto Gale's head. Forty. The, the, I don't think the, the width of the pitch is forty yards, but still. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, um, get a tape measure out next week. I'll show you. Um, no, but he, he started. He started on the halfway line, like beat his man, absolutely stormed him forty yards running, <laughs> and then put a ball in maybe twenty yards into the box. Nonetheless, it was it was just a perfect goal, and it was it kind of. Took away the maybe the nerves of the fact that another dropping of points here might have had some people asking questions of us, or you know, some silly people that would have to be. Yeah, I don't think people are that worried though, were they? Uh, it's more. It's, it's like it, it, it's the vocal minority, isn't it? It's there. the the twisty yeah. arseholes on Twitter and that and Facebook who who need attention. But I don't want to talk about them too much. But if say we'd lost points today. People will be like, "Well, Brighton are miles better than where they're miles yeah. better than when, when when they're not. We'll comfortably beat them at St James's Park. We'll beat them at their place, and I don't think it'll be close for the title because we're so superior. That Birmingham team today, um, you know, I think they've only been beaten by Burton, which is a strange one, and ooh, someone else away from home. That they, they weren't even. That was like that was like a Premier League team against a team from the conference. That's yeah. how big the gap in quality was. Now, I'm not trying to shame Birmingham in any way or say that they're rubbish or whatever but oh, I've come the wrong way <laughs> drop Cosmo off um, <laughs> I'm just trying to say that that, that Newcastle side today now I consider that today um, our first that's got to be considered our first choice team oh right absolutely there. everyone in that team has, has earned the right to be to be in the yeah. starting lineup. and I'll tell you who was absolutely fantastic as well Vernon and Nida yes a, he was excellent performance because he was the only surprise I thought really in the lineup. I thought Yedlin would start today same um, <laughs> in standard standard Newcastle they put, they put Yedlin out to see the press yeah. <laughs> to talk about the game yeah. and then don't stop they've done that loads this season <laughs> it's interesting isn't it I mean it's mind tricks from Rafa he, he thinks about every little detail I mean going back to our little meeting with him this week he, he compared um, he, he actually showed us how they were going to be preparing for Blackburn and he, he called it spot on didn't he there were the lumping balls forward uh, what's he called yeah Birmingham, Birmingham sorry yeah. lumping balls forward to um, what's he called Pritch Donald's, Donaldson Donaldson um, and, and they were just kind of they try to come out as a team, but we just we well. Just the start, the start of the first half, trying to do what we've talked about on the show before, which is the which is the press until until the until our third of the pitch, defensive third. Yeah. But we, we played it through them with such ease that they had to play that pretty sharp. They then spent the rest of the second half in kind of recovery mode. Don't concede another one. They should have conceded another. And they came on the second half, made a substitute straight away, and they actually started playing with two up front. Yeah. Four four two. And then when they went three 0 down, almost immediately. I mean, we, <laughs> we didn't really get a chance to see that goal because the uh, the leases. And um, they actually went 4 3 3 and put Donaldson on the right, yeah. on their left, and Anita. And Anita, yeah, he lost a couple of headers, but it's like when you know your, your, your fullback is going to lose the header, you can you can plan, the centre back can plan for the. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> we'll get you home one of these days, Cosmo. Um, so, so I just thought Anita, they the threw everything at him. They consistently seem as the weak link, and Rafa said again that teams do target them, particularly airily, and we're just dealt with it so comfortably, and it's like if. Lads, is this all you've got? Yeah, um, I think the other thing Rafa showed us on on Wednesday was was how Blackburn had, had big centre halves and, and so, so did Birmingham, which means that you, you need um, your strikers playing close to them, yeah. not not coming deep, and then the ball just going over the top and the it's so easy to defend. The fact that Gale just just held his position 
and that also Tiamu was able to get right up with him and, and get into their half meant also that Hayden was was playing in his proper position today which was not sat on, on Shelby's toes he was actually coming into their half and he had one of his best performances as well without without seemingly doing much he was just running in a straight line and just finding himself behind the whole defence and cutting it back just so some great runs yeah <laughs> um, but he was excellent today Cosmo any other standout performances for you today? I thought Richie was good really good yeah he's had a quiet month so it's well, good to see him back on form good crosses yeah, but he was yeah. back on form against Forest Side, but um, at home, yeah, we haven't seen the best of him in a while, and it was, uh, Cosmo raises a good point, because he was, I think him him and Anita down that side had such a good understanding that, like Blackburn, Birmingham, like, they tried to really press Anita to stop the supply to, to Richie, but, but because Richie was getting one-on-one against their fullback on, yeah. on pretty much every, every opportunity, it dragged Birmingham's um, central midfield and team across to the right, yeah. which, as usual, created a bit of space on the left-hand side which were you know in the first half anyway were exploited quite well it felt like we had an extra man yeah, it really it did. did like yeah, we just we had so much space and i don't know if that's just there that's what happens when we've got the right team out and everyone performing yeah. it's worrying to, it's not worrying but like it shouldn't just take mitrovic and perez being all the team for it to be so class yeah <laughs> it's got it's got to be worrying for those two players um, well, for, for Mitrovic and Perez yeah, like. the, their Blackburn performances were, were, were so negative that it was like having less men so it did feel today like Deomi having such a good game and obviously Gale Deomi's done more today than Perez done all season yeah, in the league exactly. which has just freed up so much space for his yeah, teammates exactly great point um, but again like we, we shouldn't we shouldn't belittle the, the achievements of the defence as well to, to restrict Birmingham to no shots in the first half and I think they got like five away in total they had one good chance in the second half when Dollars parried it yeah. and to be fair he's parried it out he hasn't parried it down the middle of the goal like a Marcel <laughs> but the, the Birmingham player should have scored the rebound but we're so comfortable now with ball at feet as well yeah. Darlow, do you remember Darlow at West Brom this time last year just tying one in and being generally rubbish I know, like I, know. I suppose that's a good um, sign for Matt Sells um, that you know Darlow, Darlow, everyone was calling him worse than Shite this time last year and he's come through and people are talking about England call-ups now. Well, you know, after after Hull, we all said that's Matt Sells done, isn't it? But, you know, nobody's done with Rafa if, they, if they've got the right attitude. I, I, I think you said that. Well, cause <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> that was and I hate very, very emotional and, yeah. and he was terrible and he'd let us down again and it's hard to see him coming back. But, you know, with Rafa, it's always possible. You'll, you'll go away, you'll work, you'll take him out the limelight, you'll, you'll not let him... What, what, what's interesting to me is Darlow's, like... Did Dollar do a single bad kick today? A single one? Did he? Did he waste the ball? He's so calm. Yeah. He, he's turned into the goalkeeper that Pep Guardiola wants. Yeah. Dead calm under pressure. Plays the ball out from the back, and uh, we'll, we'll have to be careful that uh, Pep or other such uh, you know managers don't come calling. I think I think people say the same about Jordan Pickford as well. And it really is now if you're going to be a goalkeeper for Rafa Benitez, and, and Dollar's kicking used to be rubbish. And it's, it's, it's a general trend, isn't it? Like, it's what we're like and what he likes. And if you've listened to the podcast, and you should do, that we're recorded about uh, me and Sai's meeting with Rafa. Um, he likes players that improve, that get better, that are come to Newcastle or, you know, to Rafa Benitez at a certain level. And you look at the likes of Paul Dummett, you look at the likes of Carl Darlow, Vernon Anita, even John Joe Shelby. And you've got to, you've got to think, Christ, these are, the, you know, those players are probably worth four or five times what they were in terms of transfer value yeah. and performances to the team. So, just well done to those lads, really. <laughs> yeah, that's basically. I mean, it wasn't. It's not even about um, 
well, having to improve. It's it's the willingness to improve. It's the the wanting to to listen and 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 try things and do stuff that that Rafa is telling them to do, as opposed to. And again, I don't want to pick on him, but you can think. I get the impression that Mitrovic thinks he knows what what's best, and he does his own thing. And it was frustrating because he came on, and after Dwight Gale playing so well on the the shoulder of the the defence, um, and Mitrovic immediately came on and just started coming really, really just, deep. Yeah, so that, he, he's, that he's, Atsu and Richie ended up being ahead of him. And listen, I'm not here to say he played badly. He did all right when he came on. Yeah. Played a fantastic ball for Atsu. Yeah. Fair play, Mitrovic, but. Like you, you know what happened against Blackburn. Yeah. You know you've seen Dwight Gale um, run a uh, tired Birmingham defence ragged. Yeah. Get on the shoulder. Your job, your job run, is to, to lead the line. Yeah. yeah like you don't do. don't come short. You're not you're not a playmaker. <laughs> uh, I mean, I see this right. He's only on the pitch for 12 minutes or something. He wants the ball. He's coming yeah. at the ball. But Rafa will have told him, and he Rafa is going to take much more notice of him if he does his job correctly. And yeah, we can't we can't emph- emphasise that enough um, from. From our meeting with Rafa, he likes players that do what they're told and yeah. help the team out. And I will promise you, people might be listening to this thinking, "Oh, typical dogger, he hates Mitter Rich." And you're right, <laughs> but <laughs> but but we were told by the man himself that you know, in in, in we can't say if he was talking about Rich, um, Rich or not. But you know, there was a, there was a there was a striker at the club who had been playing recently who was just not doing what he's told, yeah, and the coaching yeah. staff are at a loss, and that it, it's frustrating them like it frustrates us and, and you guys listening. That that certain players, very few of them, one maybe a striker, as I said, doesn't like comes on the pitch and just ignores what he's been told, pretty much. Yeah. Enough, enough on that. Then yeah, uh, honourable mention for Kufran, another goal, another another solid performance. Don't really say it. Didn't really say what happened to the goal to you. That nah, just, just seemed to fumble around the box and he put it. Well, I think put it, it was dragged back, wasn't it? Put it through someone's legs, I think. The the link up play in the second half, by the way, particularly down the right hand side. Yeah. Was, 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 did we score two? We did score two from pullbacks from the right, but we could have had four or five. I know, yeah. Me and Lewis are saying we'll love, we'll love a FIFA goal here. Just yeah, yeah. get past get past the fullback and just slot it back in for someone. Um, it was just that easy, wasn't it? I mean, our, our wingers had a field day. Gufran, Atu, and Richie were just getting getting behind so many times, and the and again we've we've we seem to fill the box today. Whereas it's it's better than previous weeks where we're just simply launching the ball in yeah. for, to one striker. Who may well be very good in the air, but it just—it feels so much better when you're just absolutely overloading them, and you know it's going to fall to someone. And we've scored four times. First half, I thought were like we're talking about the wastefulness. I mean, John Joe Shelby's had a shot that's gone just wide, but he's also skied a couple. Hayden skied a couple. Um, the army skied one. Um, I think we're probably a little snatching a bit too much. Like, yes, we've got a bit of space on the D of the 18-yard box, but yeah. right, like uh, Birmingham, like most clubs at this level and any and any level. Hated Dwight Gale being in the box. Yeah. They hated it. They couldn't. They didn't know how to deal with them. Um, I think Gufran as well had a chance when he, he he's pulled it back to to Gale when he should have absolutely leathered it into the back of the net. But he's he's ended up scoring, so it's okay. But from what we spoke about with Rafa on Wednesday, the fact that he believes and I believe, and I'm sure you people are listening believe that this team is at the start of its journey. This team is going to be. Ten times better in six months' time, or, or towards the end of the season, and it it bodes very well. If we could do that to, to Birmingham City, who will more likely than not end up in the playoffs this season, if we can do that to them, we're a Premier League team and waiting. Yeah, already that, that, with, that, without the additions in January and the summer, which will be coming. That was the standout kind of um, of message from Rafa on, on Wednesday was that this team may it, it, at, at present it's a Championship team. That's all we're concerned with. But all of these players have the chance to improve, and in six months' time, some of them could be good enough to, to stick around and and really do a job next year. Some of them might not, but you just it, it's it's anybody's 
kind of opportunity to to take to, to improve and, and, and stick with this and, and get better even Paul Dummett there's nothing to stop him just for example he didn't say this but if, if he continues to improve the way he has shown in the last like three or four months he could be our left back next season definitely you know what impressed me about Dummett in the second half what a lot of ball kind of in the middle third of the pitch when we had three or four players maybe even four or five players ahead of the ball and sometimes you know the ball would be played at Lazar or Gufran and Shelby would come short for that ball and Gufran would make a, a run inside yeah. Shelby like towards the edge of the box yeah. which created space because the player had to go with him no one passed him obviously but <laughs> the fact that he's making that run that, that's been learned this season that's yeah. something he's picked up in training and been told to do that's part of his job even, even if you don't get the ball you're, you're taking a man you're giving them something else to think about Something uh, you know, compare that to Manigan Paul last season, just yeah. doing his own Manigan challenge by himself every single game. Yeah, but any any player who improves enough to to, to feature next season is saving his money, which yeah. is all, another another way rough. But it's like every player that we can keep keep together as part of this squad is money we don't have to spend, and we can can focus our signings on on the positions we really need it. So he really wants to work with these players and and, and keep keep improving them because. While they are good enough now, clearly for the for the league we're in, there's a lot more a lot more to do for next year. I thought the crowd was good today. Um, you know, people probably... Ever, everything except for that thing with the lights. Yeah, didn't please, understand that at all. Please never do this. Not again. <laughs> uh, it's not a Robbie Williams concert. Um, it's that, not our own thing. Is it? We've, we've, very, we've, um, we've nicked that from Scotland. Well, left here. Straight, straight on. That's probably not a very um, modern reference. I don't, I don't know. Replace it with whatever concerts people go to see these <laughs> Robbie days. Robbie Williams, Kanye West, or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I, uh, everything apart from that was great. The crowd was good. There was lots of singing. Everyone was just back behind the team, and which is great to see after the week we've had. You know, I think the message has come out from our meeting with Rafa from just Rafa's press conferences this week. We all have to be united. We all have to get back on with with the job at hand. Just getting getting promoted and win this league. Get out of this stinking league. It, it is awful, isn't it? Can we just can we just slay the ref? <laughs> what a terrible ref! Like you, so Rafa was going nuts for about thirty minutes at the fourth official. Yeah. Like the amount of times he was like players were just constantly pulling, tripping, wasn't booking them. Even Shelby, like should have been booked for a blatant trip. And he didn't book him. It's just like yeah, he just took him out in the halfway line, didn't he? Yeah. But there was there was times as well. Like I mean, there was a couple. I think Matt Ritchie, you know, maybe it was Ritchie twice or Ritchie and uh, Gale, um, where you know they ran towards the ball. The Birmingham players launched into a header like a diving header and crashed into them. And he and he gave a he gave them a foul. Like <laughs> and I shouldn't be complaining about the ref when we've won four 0 at home, but he was absolutely garbage again. Like I said, it, it worries us that like that Isaac Hayden again putting a couple of really good tackles today. Was the refs going to send them off for being too good at football? Well, it's it's almost like they've, they've reacted to the Forest game. It's like right, you were too card happy there. No yeah. cards today, lads. <laughs> just like, oh, what do I do if there's a proper foul? I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just so poorly qualified and again. And then he he's he's booked a Birmingham player towards the end of the first half when Kieran Clark has absolutely skinned him when he's ran. That was really good when he ran down the pitch. But it was a dive. Yeah. <laughs> it was a dive, so it wasn't even the right decision. <laughs> yeah. Should be putting our players, not theirs. That's right, refs. Well, they haven't cost any points today, so. I off. think it was an important win, and we've now got two teams in and around the relegation zone uh, this week. Wigan, I think it was an 89th minute goal that conceded at Villa. They've, they've been quite um, resolute of late in terms of not conceding goals. 
Um, so I think it'll be a real hard one. I think they'll play a very, very, very defensive game on Wednesday night. On the telly, we'll be there though. We'll be on the match, we'll be podcasting afterwards. Um, and then Burton, and that's uh, it's almost like a FA Cup game, isn't it? Well, it's like, it'll be like a Rotherham though. It'll be very hard, it'll be scrappy, yeah. it'll be on a bad pitch. And it could finish nil nil one nil. It's so it's it's nice that fifty two thousand before Christmas. I've seen a win. I wrote when we special that the, the last two home games before Christmas, the last two seasons have been absolutely uh, diabolical. <laughs> I think it was the Sunderland home defeat. Um, bad result for them today. Got to be worried <laughs> as a Sunderland fan. Um, and who did we who did we lose to last year just before Christmas? Now we drew against Villa. We drew against Villa, which, which is a rubbish was result. <laughs> worse than the Sunderland defeat. Um, so it was really, really good. Just that little nice boost before Christmas. I'm sure the bars and shops of Newcastle tonight will do a crack and trade, and everywhere else. Yeah. Final thoughts, Cosmo. But just before you get out the car. Yeah, good performance. Uh, obviously, good win. Back on track. Back on track. We're never off track, man. Yeah. Right, Cosmo. Good to see you. I'm gonna have to tell you to get out now because I'm in a hurry. <laughs> All right, cheers, cheers, cheers. Bye, mate. Good to see you. Have a good Christmas if we don't see you, mate. See you later. I think that does it for us, really, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Just final, final announcement, Stogger. Another plug for the podcast with Rafa. Um, listen to it. We will have got absolutely loads of podcasts out for you. Very. In the week, I've got like three. We'll have a speaking of a Wigan fan tomorrow night, so we'll put that up um, as a Wigan preview. It'll just be me and me and the Wigan fan, and then um, we'll tag on the Burton preview to the Wigan post match podcast, and then the week after, the week between Burton and. Um, Chef Word on Boxing Day, we'll do kind of a big all of where like five of where hopefully podcast kind of season like half season review. We did a quarter season review and it was very well well received by listeners. So we'll do another half one kind of players of the season. What's what's been good, what's been bad so far. That's it. Follow us on our TF Weekly Pod. Thanks to the legend who left a five star review on iTunes. Another one buzzing with that. Anyone else fancies it? Please please do it. Cracking. Okay. Cheers. Cheers for cheers for input, Dan, in there. No worries. <laughs> Uh, what's your code? Uh, I'll do it your way. It's not in front of us. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.